gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch a bandit run. Good day, y'all. Good day, welcome. Y'all. welcome. Whoops. Whoops. Everybody on mute? I am now. All right. Good day, all. Welcome to Three Dudes with a View. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, y'all. We have had some major technical difficulties. Uh, it seems, you know, we. It seems like we've just been bewitched or uh, spelled or something uh, lately with technical difficulties. We've had some major te- technical difficulties. We're lucky to be on the air right now. Uh, Clayton Harris, dude number two has been up, I think, all night long up on Mount Parnassus where our tower and transmission uh, facilities are located. And um, so I doubt we're going to see Clayton today. Be happy to see him if, we, if he does, but I just need to thank him, and we all need to thank him for staying up all night to get this station on the air this mm-hmm. morning. Um, so, Mr. Jim York, dude number one, how you doing? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. All right, it's hard to believe it's Thursday already. And regular special guest to Debbie Matthews. How you doing? Good morning. So good to see y'all. Good to see you. And, uh, of course, this is our last show of the week. Tomorrow morning, this time, this station will be inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross and company. So look forward to that, and uh, we will see you next on Monday. And I'm sure Clayton will get some rest and be back with us by then. No, no, no. Well, tonight he's coaching the – the Babe Ruth baseball team I sponsor, so he's going to have to be at the ball game between 5 and 7 sometime. Is it a Babe Ruth team? <clears throat> it's a Babe Ruth team. It's Murray County players, but they're playing in Lewisburg. Yeah. So we won our first game, so I'm so excited. There we go. Yeah. Coach Mike yeah. Lyle on the board this morning. What's yeah, going on? Clayton, uh, <clears throat> Clayton has this problem about saying no when you say coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he's good. He's good at it, yes. He's great at it, but he's. Yeah, I think he's involved with about th- two or three teams, right? Now, three teams that I know about right now. He's so, uh, he loves to do it. So. He, he's, and and like thank you said, God he's good there are people it. that love to do that. We mm-hmm. need coaches in this life, right? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. All right, folks, we've got a couple of very special guests. <clears throat> Let me just tell you who they are, introduce them first, and then we'll get on to, they've got different things to talk about. First of all, Kip Capley, who is candidate for state house in the newly created district, a vacant seat uh, consisting of Western Murray County, Lawrence, what, Wayne, and part of McNary? Is that Harden. Right? Harden. Yes, yeah. sir. Kip, good morning. How you doing, man? Good morning. Thank you for having me on the show. Glad you're here. Now, Kip, where do you live? I live in Summertown, Tennessee. There you go. Right. Yes, sir. Sort of. Have you been down there to the Llama Bean Cafe? No. Oh, okay, Dale. we got to go to the Llama Bean mm-hmm. Cafe. Kip, you been? I, I, I've been so many places the past four or five months, I, I couldn't tell you where I haven't been, Dale. <laughs> All right. You, you are uh, running for the Republican nomination. Yes, sir. He, well, he has the Republican no, nomination. No, no, no. Oh, no. It, oh, that's yet. right. I'm sorry. There is three in the race. Yeah, there, there are three I in haven't the race. had coffee yet. <laughs> no, I wish I had the nomination, but sorry. we're working he, yes. on it. There are three yes. in the race, and uh, the nominee will be selected uh, 
at the ballot box, August 4th. Yes, yes, sir. And then that person will go ahead to run in uh, November as the Republican nominee in the general election against whoever the Democratic nominee is. Sorry yes, about that, guys. No. Yeah. There you go. And it's what? It's the <coughs> 71st? 71st. Describe right. where the line cuts through uh, Murray County, Kip. Okay, so it's basically the in, the entirety of the western half of Murray County outside the city limits of Columbia. So it follows the main highway, uh, which would be 31, all the way through Murray County from the top to the bottom, uh, and then the outside uh, uh, I guess edges of the city limits of Columbia, city limits of Columbia and east that is all 64. West that is all the new 71, which would connect with the northwest part. Of, 64, uh, 64. You mean the 64th district, which yes. Scott Sepeki yes. presently yes. represents? That's correct. And Scott was just with us, folks, uh, and had to go on, but he was telling that uh, the legislature apparently has. I'm not sure how they did it out of session, but it happened. Uh, they've remedied. Uh, a driver's license testing during COVID uh, apparently was a big problem. The kids couldn't try to get their license, couldn't get a written test, and as the driver's centers were closed or maybe partially open. Anyway, if you're uh, trying to take your written test and get your driver's license in Tennessee, Scott uh, kept us up to speed that you can now uh, take that test online so that you won't have to get out there and to the DMV and do all that kind of stuff. Now, you still, though, if you will have to go out and make arrangements to take the actual driving test. Uh, so, But the online portion you can do, I mean, the written portion you can do online now. So, you know, Google it up, Tennessee Department of Safety, blah, 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 and you'll find it. That's going to make a lot of people happy. Now, you said... <clears throat> West of 31? That's correct. Well, now, I live west of 31, but I'm in the 64th still. I'm are you, in Sunnyside. Are you in the, the city you're limits? within the city limits? Yeah, I'm in the city yes, limits. Yes, sir. So out, out the west, outside the city limits. Outside the city outside limits. The so city not limits. west of Highway 31, west of the city limits. Then. Okay. Of Highway 31. All of the above. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was drunk when they drew those lines. That's all I got to say. <clears throat> Mr. York, do you know of any Democrat who's interested in the 71st? Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a Democrat uh, in the 71st, uh, David P. Carson. Carson, is that what you said? Yeah, Carson. Uh, let's get him on. Um, and then we have we have Jason, what's Jason's last name? Uh, Rich. Jason Rich and Mitchell. Skelton so, and yeah. then uh, Bill White. From yes. Well, these are the Republican right. candidates. Those yes. are the those other are three. Yes. And, myself. Yes. and my apologies to those guys. I knew better. Have not gotten awake yet. There we go. And you know, as as open seats do, they attract a lot of candidates. They, they do. do absolutely. Primaries yeah, are yeah. great. So, uh, I just people complain about primaries. Well, I just think it's good for everybody to have. I don't primary. have any complaint about primaries, but at least nobody's tried to say Kip Cattley or Bill White or whoever is not a bona fide Republican and take him off the ballot. Just, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I so agree. I mean that that you know there's, there's a name for that. It's called churching. You know, and yeah. that's a very unfortunate tradition that uh, should be discontinued permanently, both in churches and in politics. Yes. I agree. <laughs> Here we go. We want Eric, more freedom, not less. <laughs> Eric Prevetti, um, member of the Murray County Commission, also apparently a resident of District 64. Uh, <laughs> and, yes. Uh, and a Republican nominee. Yes. And a Republican nominee. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. All right. And uh, we ask you to come on today 
specifically to talk about the plans for um, what might happen vis-a-vis the uh, Murray County Courthouse and the old Daily Herald building, which the county, uh, county, Murray County now owns. And, Eric, you're the chair of the building uh, committee. Building committee. <clears throat> All right. There we go. Now, where... Uh, all right. Well, it, it just tell me where the building committee is on this right now. What What's the likely plan? So right now the building committee has authorized the uh, Hewlett Spencer, who's our uh, county, he's our building advocate, and we've authorized them. And the he's, a, he's an architect, right? No. No, they have architects. No, he okay. advocates for the building. Yeah, he advocates for the building. For the, <laughs> Murray County, we're not good at building things. So, we, so Hewlett Spencer is our, is our advocate, and he does everything. <clears throat> he, gets, he gets the bidding for us. He uh, gets the architects, does all that stuff. Is so Spencer a person or is this a firm? Company. Uh, J.B. Spencer and uh, Steve Hewlett are the two partners. It's a firm. Okay. Yeah, it's a firm. All right. All right. Go ahead. Sorry, Eric. Go and, ahead. and so that relationship started years ago with uh, Central High School. Uh, they came in. The school board brought them on uh, to uh, build uh, Central High School. And so and then we started using them. Uh, they built the Part Two courthouse for us in Mount Pleasant, and uh, they've built uh, all the schools for us since Central High School. That said, uh, your question was, where are we at? Uh, the architects are currently uh, drawing <coughs> what the new building is going to look like, and then from that, we will get a, uh, a price on what it's going to cost. But, uh, that, wait, 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 you say new building? What are you talking about here? Okay, so we. Uh, <laughs> there's been a. There's been a. Uh, there's been a. An additional idea. So basically, uh, Chairman Morrow uh, came up with the plan to uh, purchase the Daily Herald building with the first initially to renovate it to take part of the courthouse out of the courthouse, the crowding. It's unsafe at the Murray County Courthouse. Murray County has had three courthouses. The uh, second one was built in 1846. The third one, which we currently use, was built in 19, well, ground broke 1905, 1906. And it was built to service the community at that time period with that population. Here we are in excess of 100 years later, and we're still using the courthouse designed back then to take care of business now. Um, she's, not, she's not very safe. She's very overcrowded. Uh, attorneys have to meet with clients in stairwells, and, you know, the litigants... Uh, can hear what's going on. So, and and, it's, and and you've got witnesses and litigants and defendants in the same elevators in the hallways. Wow. Uh, there's yeah. been issues, safety issues with bathrooms and things like that. And so the building is just not adequate for the needs but, of today. But to be sure, though, the building is historically significant. Oh, it and absolutely is. It's yeah. our crown jewel. It's our crown well, jewel. There are two buildings. What's the fellow's name? The Internationally known architect. Vault. No, uh, but, yeah. no, no. I think it's Webb, maybe. He grew up here in Columbia, went on to move to New York, and become an internationally acclaimed architect. Yes, I, I forget his name as well, but yes, internationally acclaimed. We, we, yeah. have, we have two buildings in the county designed by him, the Murray County Courthouse and the uh, Memorial Building, wow. both of which are magnificent structures, yeah. and a renovated Murray County Courthouse. Uh, now, the big problem, I've practiced law in that courthouse from 40 years. <laughs> 40 years now. I don't know what that noise is. Jim's watching a video on his phone. Hey, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> we can hear your video. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, so that, so, but but that's, the, that's, the problem, that's part of the plan I'll, afterwards. I'll, I'll tell you the problem, Eric. I mean, the, the big problem is that there are no facilities for prisoners at the 
present courthouse. And so the prisoners uh, are being bought, brought in, and they are just out there mingling with the um, with the people there to or the witnesses. Yeah, and there there are three courts that handle prisoners: the juvenile court, the circuit court. And the General Sessions Court. They, they're, they're the ones where the big problem is. Not, no, okay, Eric. So, so back, back to the present plan. Saying, yeah. All right. So, so that the plan was to purchase the Daily Herald building and turn we, it and move some of the courtrooms over there to get the pressure off of the main courthouse. Uh, that said, it was uh, met with resistance from the attorneys and the judges that they felt that everything needed to stay together. Um, in the designs and in the drawings. It wasn't going to fit, just flat out. It wasn't. It wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to fit. All right, and Eric, can you tell me how many square feet the uh, four? I mean, I guess you're going to include Chancery as well. But Chancery? So, no, I can't because I left my homework at the house to getting here this morning. So I left all my notes at the house. How convenient! But but would it be safe to say, Eric, that at least twice the number of square feet are available in the old Herald Building as these four courts presently occupy? No. Uh, I don't believe that. Well, it, it had a little, I guess we're, are we, we're about, we're to, go about to, break. to take a break. Okay, we got to take a break. Okay. It sounds like the break's coming. It's yeah, finish your thought, though. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyhow, uh, so the plan was to take that and and move some courtrooms over there. They were looking at putting three to four courtrooms over there. But at then, the Herald Building. At the Herald Building. But then when you started, then the question was, well, can we go up? Yes. Because they wanted more space. So in that existing building, you couldn't go up. And the way that it was physically located on the plot of land, a lot of earthwork was going to have to be done. And so after we started looking at funding sources and what we had available to do, we decided that we could go up another, you know, but we were going to have to take that building down. It was going to be cheaper to take the building down and build a new building than it would be to put in the piers and the superstructure needed to make that sturdy enough for a second floor. All right, Eric, I'll tell you, Gallatin has just finished, a, and, and among other problems, though, Gallatin has just finished, has just started mm-hmm. a new courthouse. Gallatin will be a very comparable town to Columbia or Murray mm-hmm. County. Uh, their estimate is $81 million to yes. get it complete um, for a new courthouse, and I think they're smoking dope. Uh, and we've learned that up in Spring Hill where we we're going to have a $75 million high school, and now it's going to be $100 million. As somebody said, nobody even knows what a two-by-four costs anymore. Inflation. Yeah. All right, let's take a break and come back. For 60 years, people all over Middle Tennessee have returned to Parks Motor Sales again and again because they get the best vehicles and best service possible. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for options. New Buicks, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and more. Then stop by 919 Nashville Highway, test drive a Buick, and see why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Hello, 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Our company, The Garbage Man Incorporated, has been advertising on WKOM and WKRM for years now, and as a result, our company has really grown. Now we're looking for young, healthy, hardworking people to grow with us. We are in need of drivers and helpers. We pay serious money. So if you like outside work and want to work for a great local company, call me at 931-540-0919 and let's talk. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. We're going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up. Watch your bandit run. Okay, folks, welcome back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Duff Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, was up all night trying to repair our equipment up on Mount Parnassus where our transmission tower is and I hope he's getting some rest. I hope he's still not up there working on that stuff. Mr. Jim York, dude number one. How you doing, man? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Morning, Jim. All right. Good morning. Debbie, Debbie Matthews, regular special guest dude. How you doing? Good morning. So and good. we have some very special guests today. First of all, Kip Capley, candidate Republican for the Republican nomination, uh, State House, 71st District, including Western Murray County, Lawrence, Wayne, and Hardin. 
Yes, sir. Good morning. Thank you for having me. A little bit of Harden, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And Eric Prevetti, chair of the building committee, Murray County Commission. How you doing, man? Good morning. All right, Eric Prevetti, y'all is one of my favorite. There's nothing more fun to, than talking <laughs> to Eric when he's serving pancakes for the Rotary in his multicolored coat. Uh, Best you know, dressed man in Murray County. Talking smack and pancakes. I couldn't decide what to wear today, so I just went with a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. Sure. <laughs> it's awesome, Eric. It's, it's awesome. It's a beautiful I'm ready for Memorial with flowers. Day. I'm ready, All for, right. ready for Memorial Day. All right, Eric, make make your, your chair of the building committee, y'all trying to decide what to do about the Murray County Courthouse. And I think you were getting around to tell us what the present plan is. And, right. So there's know. a committee that's put together of all the judges, Judge Sands, and uh, um, other the circuit court judges, uh, Judge Chapman, uh, the attorneys, the clerks, the sheriff, um, and Don Morrow is uh, is on that as as kind of the li- the liaison. Uh, if he can't make it, I'll go to the meeting if possible. So they're working with the architects and then and then the judges, and, and they're saying, you know, basically we had said, okay, this building is only going to hold so much. If you include moving the clerks over there, which everyone insists that the clerks and everything be moved over there as well, the space needed, the existing building just wasn't going to hold it. So the idea was, okay, if we go You're up. You're talking about the Herald Building. Correct, the Herald Building. Which is, what did, what did you say, Debbie, 17,000? I think it's 17,000. I mean, it's like over 15,000. It's, it's a cavern. It's huge, yeah. It's, it's, it's huge. absolutely it's, cavern, and it's, it, it's, yeah. it's not now, built in. It's just empty space. Hey, right? it, it's a shell. It, it is. Eric, I think the most important thing that you need to say to everyone listening right now is the funds that are to pay well, for yeah, this. Well, yeah, that's what I was getting to. Okay, yeah. that's the... Mo- well, you need to lead with that. Let's let Eric... You need to lead with that. Well, I mean, I was, I was answering the question as, as presented. I know, so. but I, I, as, as your you political know, advisor, you need to go into where I, this money's I mean, coming from. So, well, so, so <laughs> the, 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 the major problem here we've already heard is they're listening to the lawyers and judges, and that's a that disaster bad. every time, and it has been in every county in the state where that, where that happens. They always want a pie in the sky, and it never works. And these justice centers are always disastrous. But, Eric, I'm going to let you make your case. But. All right. So the good news is that the funds to pay for this will not come out of Murray County property taxes. Exactly. Okay. That's the exactly. great news. Yes. So there are, there are several funds. There's the ARP funds, the relief funds that are coming from the federal government. Right. We've allocated a set of those. Uh, we have the uh, adequate facilities tax that we collect on all new construction, so some of that's going to go to that as well. And then we also have the litigation tax. And the litigation tax is a fund set up for everyone who participates in the court system. If, uh, you know, whether it be civil or criminal, if you have business to do in the court system, you are paying fees into that. So it's kind of a user fee. And that's been pooling for quite a while. And that's been pooling for quite a while. <laughs> that's the fund that paid for the Part 2 courthouse in Mount Pleasant. Right. So, so now mm-hmm. that, like I said, that is the great news. Property tax funds will not be used yes. toward this right here. I always think that's the best thing to lead yeah. with right there. So uh, that answers that question. That gets that out of the way. Yeah, well, does it, though, Eric? I mean, okay. I, you know, the, the, uh, uh, the estimate to build a new courthouse, what, 10 years ago was $60, 60 million. million. Yeah. And that was a Taj Mahal, and it included three decks of parking. So is $30 million worth of parking in that thing? Now, now you're telling us that that thirty million will build a new courthouse when that has not occurred anywhere else in the state of Tennessee, uh, not anywhere. The, the estimate for a similar type need in Gallatin is eighty-one million, and that was last year. And you know we've already seen what happened in spring. Somebody said nobody even knows what a two by four costs anymore. As we, we were going to build a new high school in Spring Hill for seventy-five 
million, and now it's a hundred million. Is there a hundred million dollars worth of, of funds available from those sources you just talked about? There's not a hundred million dollars available from those sources, but we're waiting. So the process is to get the designs drawn, and then it's presented, and then they get us the prices for that based on those drawings. Well, so, that's what happened in Spring Hill too. So we're waiting in July to get this guaranteed maximum price to see what that's going to be from Hewlett Spencer. And in July, we will know the information as to whether or not we can do this or not do this. We've got to do something because it's just unsafe at the existing courthouse. Where did the figure that you said earlier come from originally? Which figure? The 32, what did somebody say? So we asked Hewlett Spencer to give us a ballpark on what they thought. And they said based on two stories, six courtrooms, and the needed offices and spaces, the sally port for the sheriff to bring the prisoners in, that the ballpark would be around 29. And so that's that's kind of the focal point because that's the first number you hear is always the number you're going to remember. Sure. Yeah. And that was recently, I mean, right? You know, I'm not an yes. architect okay. or anything else, but I, I don't I, – I'm, I'm very aware of uh, what other counties in the state, Clarksville, uh, Murfreesboro, uh, Gallatin, uh, even down – I don't know, Wayne County built mm-hmm. a new courthouse about 10 years ago yep. that not much of a courthouse and, and uh, it certainly wouldn't meet Murray County's needs, and I think it was well over $30 million. I mean, this the, the original estimate, I mean, th- this makes no sense. There's not another county in the state that's built a courthouse for $30 million, and it even be, beats our own previous estimates. And what kind of courthouse are we going to get for $30 million? Well, I'll know the answer to that in July. You know, I mean... And uh, Eric, Eric, you're my buddy. I know y'all are operating in good faith, but I, you, in trying to do your best. I mean, Mount Murray County, Hewlett, Hewlett Jackson was involved in the disaster, which is the present new courthouse in Mount Pleasant, five million dollars. And the, like you said, the the attorneys are still sitting in the stairways and the halls trying to. T- it's useless. It's the only thing that that's better about the. Uh, uh, New courthouse in Mount Pleasant for five million dollars than the old one is. There's a really good lockup facility there that the old one didn't have. The prisoners are a lot more comfortable in Mount Pleasant. <laughs> Nobody else is, and it's a disaster. <laughs> and it was designed by lawyers and judges. And yeah, they um, need to get out of the process. Because yeah, I heard this week, it's like, oh, well, if the bar approves this, you know, it's like, what's the bar got to do with this? The bar doesn't have anything. Exactly. To do with this is the Murray County citizenry and our treasure, and we will make the decision on a courthouse, not the bar well, association. Not the judges. Exactly. Sake, you know. Love them. I love them all. Oh, they're love great. the pointed heads. They're great. But I'm telling you, they, they're not supposed to be over this. But you thing. know, if I was going to redo this radio station and was spending other people's money. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, there's other, so there's, there's, other, there's other parts of the equation to consider. So, number one, we talked about the safety of the space in the courthouse. Yes, this itself. is true. It is needed. The other, the other elephant in the room is the parking. Yes. Okay. Which really hurts downtown merchants. You know, right. So, it, it hurts the downtown merchants. And if you had come here, 10 years ago and said, oh, we're going to move the courthouse off the square, people would have screamed bloody No, 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 listen. No, no, no. Well, well, the, I, I will the, say this. The good thing about the Herald building, it, it, it's in no, the downtown no, corridor. Circuit court, downtown corridor. circuit court, general sessions court, and juvenile court need to move. Yes. And their clerks need to move. Yes. I, I, but it's, Debbie, still, I, I it's just, still in the downtown I, corridor I, that keeps county I, I, employees servicing and, downtown. And, exactly. And, and, yes. but, but 10 but, years ago, if you had said do something else, you know, the mall were was brought up. Yeah, and I had a fit about that because okay. that's prime. And, and, everybody, prop, and everybody else had a fit about problem. that. 
So the original drawing from 2012 was in the back parking lot, and it included three-deck yes. parking. Well, that's out of the question because you, if you tried to build back there now, you're going to lose all your parking, and we would lose that. Now, if, if you move it down the street, uh, also well, I, I taking think- down the Daily Herald building gives and moving it over however many feet it's going to be moved over takes care of the drainage problems, takes care of the, the footings that's going to be built, and it also gives room for more parking because it lets them adjust. It's and then great... we're working with the school board because one That's street right. over is the uh, maintenance building, and they've got a large empty area there, and we're working on an agreement with them to use that as parking. So all the handicap access, needed access for parking will be there on site, and everyone else will park. In the, but, in the, now, uh, now, Eric, I don't think – Debbie and I don't disagree with mm-hmm. you that the – the, the location's great. It is it's fan- close it's to gonna downtown. Be great. That whole corridor will light up that whole yeah. area. Sure. That, and, and then we need yeah. to work and towards South the Maine cemetery. Is, so South, it's pretty. South yes. Maine is already developing in yes. a very positive way yeah. right now. And so trolley people up. It's and a back. good idea. Juvenile court, juvenile court, sessions court, and uh, and uh, circuit court. They're the ones that handle prisoners. There's where your big problem is, and they need to move along with their clerks. Now, Debbie, I'm getting an email that somebody thinks that the old Herald Building is. Thirteen thousand. Okay, feet. it's somewhere in the. It's it's but close you, to you've there. Got, large. You've got yeah, that's huge. It is huge. And <laughs> I, you know, I, I I'm seeing the juvenile court and juvenile court clerks' offices in my mind right now. I've worked in them for years. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing the circuit court and the circuit court clerks' mm-hmm. offices in my mind, um, and I'm seeing the uh, uh, sessions court and the sessions clerk offices in my mind right now. Mm-hmm. And Debbie, you got can you do you are you familiar with those? Yeah, I know the size. I was like twenty five hundred square feet of a courtroom, I think, or it's about the size of a twenty four, twenty five hundred square foot house. So out of thirteen thousand you've got six twenty five hundred square feet locations, right? That you can put in a building. There's easily enough space to double what they presently have in the yeah. in the in the present Daily Herald building, which we bought for a cheap price, it's got a good roof. It's got good HVC. It's a shell. It's got great bones. Uh, but the know, bones are not enough to build a second floor. You don't need a second floor. Give those lawyers and judges 13,000 square feet and tell them, knock yourself out, buddy. Give them the $10 million that you originally told them you were going to give them. Say, just get as far as you can with it. We don't care. You know, I mean, this... This is my opinion. I'm, I'm not trying to. I love you, Eric. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. I say it's not going to fit. And and everybody else that I've talked to say it's not going to fit. And lawyers I, and judges. And I've toured. Forget the lawyers and judges. I've toured this courthouse building for years myself. I know. In it. I know. Um, you, you, I mean, you, you, you're, I, I, I'm not accusing you of bad faith at all. You know. Oh. And, and and then, you know, the the further part of the process is what are we going to do with the courthouse building? It's going to continue to be used. As a courthouse, right? I, but well, in certain, court, well, certain courts. Possibly, but what yeah. I'm looking at is moving the county commission back over there to the second floor. Yeah. Uh, the DA's office is going to be moving out from above us. Right. We've got the ag extension office that's going to be moving out. So we're going to have 10,000 square foot there. It would be nice to move everybody over into that building, into the uh, to the courthouse, from the courthouse, 
uh, possibly turn the first floor of the courthouse into a county museum, the second floor for the county commission, and then county offices on the third floor that would be non-public facing. And then, an idea. There's just an and idea. Then to pay for the, and then to pay for the big judicial center, you're going to sell on the open market that corner of the historic downtown where other merchants can come in. There you go. Okay. Let's see if that happens. I just stick my own neck out here a little bit. Thirty some million dollars is not going to get you much of anything. Um, well, it should. You know, it should. They, but they, currently, you can't build a parking garage for thirty million dollars. Uh, and I, I mean, that's that does not fit in with even our own previous estimates or what we see when we look around other counties. The most recent project I could find was Gallatin. That's eighty-one million. And again, that's done still in the atmosphere that we. You know, last year when we tried to do a new high school in, in, in Spring Hill, issued $74 million worth of bonds to do it, and now that's just not going to cut it. It's going to take $100 million, and that's what's happened to building prices in the last year. And, uh, uh, and Guys, we haven't even begun to see no. what is about to happen in the next six months. No. The country's out of diesel fuel. Period. Our normal reserves are $58 million. Last week they were down to 18 This week they're down to 10 Okay, and uh, Ready Mix in Smyrna, for, I have friends that work there. They said concrete is made with cement, and cement is not made in the U.S. anymore because it's toxic. So the only place you can get cement is out of Russia. They provide 5% of concrete <laughs> to the nation in 16 states, and right now Florida has called and said we are out of concrete. What we're about to experience we have not seen the likes of in the next six months. So everybody... Let me tell you what else you're about to experience. Okay. All right, Eric, what's up? We're going to run out of water. It hadn't rained in two weeks. Oh, I know. I know. And uh, Spring Hill did a, a mandatory... Yes. It Spring did. Hill yeah. has already implemented their plan in which no watering on Fridays. Um, you know, they're, they're, water is what's going to stump the growth. It is... We have... Bit, yeah. Capacity of the that sewer and a weak federal administration combined. Listen, we, yeah, I meant. <laughs> All right, Kip Capley, uh, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about uh, U.S. House race and, and that kind of thing. And the courthouse thing, folks, I mean, we've got a lot of people working on it. And I'm just. It's a need. It's been a need for a long time. There's a need there, but. It's a it's a bad time with the property reassessments, property taxes coming for schools. You better make sure you've got funds yeah, somewhere and, to pay and, for and all that. So we're and, you know, uh, what's his name, the chair of the budget commission on Scott Summers. Pay Scott Summers to pay for the schools we need in the next five years. Have to have in the next five years a twenty twenty percent plus raise in yeah. property tax yeah. rates. And Eric's going to be on that commission. He's going to have to deal with that. But if you don't have good schools, you're going to have more people at the judicial center. So we're we're in a cycle That's a good here. Point. One way or the other, these point. people are going to be needing some, you know. Fun. All right, let's take a break and come back. I'm praying for y'all, Eric. We need. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. Hey folks, this is Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Clinics, our Right Care Primary Care Clinic that's open 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. And the Kroger Shopping Center now has a new primary care provider, Miss Terry Locker. You may know her from Columbia State or the Murray Regional Medical Center ER. If you are tired of being rushed in and out of your primary care provider's office, come see Terry. She's going to sit down with you, treat you like family, and get your health care needs under control. Right Care Primary Care open 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 110,000 high school student athletes in Tennessee have one last request. Please set an example. Disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. It increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about Tennessee high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hot summer weather is approaching. Nobody wants their HVAC to break down in the extreme heat. That's why Hiller is offering a free service call with any repair to help keep you cool all summer long. And this month, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 60 months on select new HVAC systems. Stay cool all summer. Visit HappyHiller.com today for details. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. He's bound to die, loaded up 
trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up. Watch old bandit run. All right. We are back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, was up all night long up there at Mount Parnassus trying to fix our equipment, and I I hope he's getting some rest somewhere. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How you doing, man? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Good morning. And a couple of very special guests. Uh, they are special. They are special you guests. You call me special. I will. <laughs> I don't mean... Thank you. Never mind. I, I'm not even going to go there. Uh, but <laughs> a, a very welcome guest and a good friend, Eric Prevetti. How you doing, man? We're doing well. Thank you for having me. All right. And Kip Capley, uh, Republican candidate for uh, U.S., I mean, not U.S., uh, State House, 71st District. Uh, he's uh, got his hat in the ring to run for the Republican nomination for uh, the State House, 71st District, consisting of Western Murray County, Lawrence County, uh, Wayne County and a little bit of uh, Hardin County in there. Um, Kip, uh, tell us what you do in real life besides run for uh, state house. Well, I'm a I'm a consultant. I do things for small businesses as well as some uh, Christian conservative candidates in the past. I've worked on two presidential campaigns, a Senate campaign. Also worked in Congressman Mark Green's office for a short period of time, and uh, I recently graduated in December with my master's in business administration and healthcare administration. So. Uh, while I began this journey, uh, I guess in November, I'm getting out of the consultant side, even the, the small business consultant, I'm, I'm completely leaving that, and I'm going to focus more on uh, health care, because I think that's going to be a pretty big crisis here in probably the next 10 years. All so. right. And you uh, live in Summertown, Tennessee? Yes, sir. Bachelor? Uh, I have a girlfriend. Ah, gotcha. oh, she's, girlfriend. she's great. <laughs> she is great. She's oh, wonderful. She okay. keeps me straight. So She's gotcha. out campaigning with him every weekend. She is. She's All a right. hard worker. All right. Yes. Kip, what's your, all right, you're a Republican. Uh, What's your vision for what you might bring or do in the State House of Tennessee representing that uh, district in in Western Murray and Southern Middle Tennessee? Well, I'm a a Christian conservative first, then I'm a Republican Delk. I just think that with the vast amount of growth, like we were talking about earlier in the show, uh, we are going to see, well, it, it's just going to be unprecedented what the southern middle Tennessee is going to experience in the uh, in the coming years and even the rest of this year. I think we need staunch conservative leadership across the state. And uh, I, I really, uh, people don't believe me when I say this, but I, I wasn't looking for this. I didn't seek this out. Uh, I just saw a need for, you know, it was an open seat, and I saw a, a need for a conservative leader. We've got some music going on in the background now. All right, Klaus, can you shut that off? I'm telling you, we've got gremlins, ghosts, spooks, Some kind of things tanks. happening in there now. I mean, we Simon and Garfunkel. We seem to be just sitting here, and all of a sudden, equipment just starts blowing up. On its house. Friday the 13th has just kept going. Yeah, yeah, week. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great song. It is, it is a good song. <laughs> Mike, can you figure out how to shut it off? Oh, there's another song coming in. It's only getting louder. Right, did it go away right there? What's that? It's still playing. Well, we can talk with the sound track. I think it, there it went. At least, at least we got it down. Yeah, yeah. it's good. All right, Kip Kaplan, you uh, tell us about your vision for your work. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe uh, that was 
you know, maybe, what do you maybe see that as, was your karma. Who right. knows? What, what do you see as the common thread between the counties that will be a part of this 71st? Uh, well, the, what are, is it jobs? The, the big three things that I've experienced across the district, that they, and, and they're certainly in no order, uh, would be education, health care, and infrastructure. The, those are the big three things. I think uh, we're, we're growing at an unprecedented rate. We weren't prepared for this growth. I don't think anyone was. I don't think anyone could have predicted it. Um, our health care costs for middle-income families, middle-of-the-road individuals, uh, they're sky high. I mean, they, I talked to a lady. I might have mentioned this last time I was on the show, but this is one of the things that happened earlier on in the campaign trail. Um, I spoke with this lady. who was in tears. She was from Lawrence County. And uh, her husband recently started his own small business. He left the corporate world, and it, it didn't go the way they wanted it to. So their health care costs were going to cover, well, for her, her husband, and the two children, we're going to take up almost the entire monthly paycheck of both individuals minus $20. Uh, we we cannot allow the citizens of Middle Tennessee to have health care costs that just absolutely destroy their family. I mean, it's just that de-incentivizes growth. Uh, it's just we have to be prepared for growth. We also have to prepare legislation and other types of uh, documentation to allow our citizens to have freedom in their choices, freedom in their health care decisions, as well as the accessibility uh, in rural areas. Um, that, that's That's been a really big thing. A, a significant amount of my district, if not... 80% of my district is, is rural areas, and they need help. They do. Um, and, I, you know, just to kind of – I wouldn't say that I'm I'm better than my opponents in any way. I, I don't want to come across as, as saying that I'm better than someone else, but I would say that I'm different. I, I'm different in that I come from a different generation than than my opponents do, and I think that a lot of people – have this misconception that my generation doesn't care about politics or we don't care about this nation, but that's just not true. Uh, they do care, and they are excited about the future of this country, but they need somebody uh, to relate to them. And I feel like that I can be that individual. I can be that uh, that person for not only my generation, but the generations before me. Uh, I grew up in southern middle Tennessee, and uh, what's going on? <laughs> So you grew up in Summertown? Yeah. and Well, my dad's a uh, combat veteran. He did seven tours, Iraq and Afghanistan, served the United States Army for 28 years. So I've lived all around the world, been to 28 different countries, and I lived in Germany for a little while, and I've uh, traveled all around the U.S., and uh, I've seen the effects of communism in other countries and socialism, and it's not pretty, and if we don't get a staunch grip on this nation, and especially statewide, um uh, in my opinion, with this weak federal administration, we're going to see things happen that are unprecedented. Kemp, uh, now, Kemp, just for reference, you know, this radio folks, how old man are you? I'm 25. All right. There yeah. we go. A, mm -hmm. new, a new generation. Yeah. Um, I would have thought you were older than that. <laughs> and that's a compliment. Well, I appreciate that. I All just, right. Uh, and Eric Preventi, chair of the uh, building committee. How old are you, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. 57. Oh, yeah, you and I are All the right, same age. And, and you, you were, I guess, maybe a little bit during the break, uh, trying to make a case for a potential plan or making a case for a potential plan for a $30 million new courthouse, the old Daily Herald building, to be torn down and a new one built. Um, and, Eric, I... I, I Go ahead now. You you got the you got the floor. You make your case. Make well. So so we did the math, and it's, it comes out to about five hundred forty five dollars a square foot. So mm -hmm. it gets you a fifty five thousand square foot building. It's going to have 
the safety in there for the prisoners, keeping them separate from the witnesses. It's going to have spaces for the lawyers to privately converse. It's going to have a public area for a person to walk in and do business with the clerks that they need to do with and not have to go through the security checkpoint to get into the courtrooms. It's going to have the parking, the sally port. Um, we're working with the school board for additional parking spaces. And then once we do that, we're working on a plan where we're going to have an architect come to the Memorial Building and the uh, old courthouse to figure out what we can do to make it HIPAA compliant, uh, safety, and what changes we'll do there to what offices and what its next phase of life will be. You know, we're, we're looking at moving the county commission back over to the courthouse. Uh, we've already got some people that are going to be moving out of the corner buildings there. And then hopefully we can put some of that on the open market to help pay offset some of the offset so offset uh -huh. some of the cost uh we're going to see about putting uh, three million together to do renovations at the courthouse and the memorial building because right now downtown the memorial building is the biggest gathering spot you have as far as events and things yes and so what, we, what would this community do without it yeah exactly yeah. and uh, but it needs a lot of help itself it's got issues uh, luckily uh, we were able to move the veterans service offices back over there with their food pantry uh, the American Legion sold their building, and so now they're meeting at the Memorial Building now, and they're looking for office space in there. So we're just looking at the future, what the, the next phase of life is going to be for these buildings, uh, keep them preserved historically, and make sure that they're around for another 100 years. There you go. Um, so uh, now, now who's proposed that you would be able to get an adequate building for $30 million, a new courthouse? Tear down the old Daily Herald building, you can't the courthouse. Right. So you say who? Well, the commission. I mean, we've, we've heard the meetings. We've had the architects come talk to us. Hilda Spencer's talked to us. We've talked to the judges. They brought preliminary drawings, and the judges said, no, we don't want to just move part of it over here. We want to move everything. Uh, they need the clerks close to them. And, and, and that makes sense because you don't want to have to, if, if you need a document, uh, you know, it's easier to run across the hall than it is to run half a mile down the street the traffic that that would cause. So everybody wants the clerks close to where they are. Of course, everything is going digital these days. So the storage requirements of having paper sitting there, you know, that's going away, but there's still thousands and thousands and thousands of documents, you know, that are still, that exist now that you've got to keep now. Um, so all that space, all that, all the clerks moved over, everything done, grand jury, juvenile, all that, 55,000 square feet, Okay, $30 million. Debbie, Miss York? Yeah, I haven't said much about that discussion, but I see about three things, uh, Eric, uh, that that I'm concerned about. Uh, first is the cost, $545 uh, a square foot. Uh, and then Hewitt and Spencer, what are they making out of the deal, the middleman, and uh, the Taj Mahal? Are we building a Taj Mahal? No, not are at all. Are we building a facility that will capacitate what we need? We are building uh, like a facility they, like they that will facilitate what we need. With, with brick and, and, and cinder block. We're building a facility that will facilitate what we need for the coming years. Safety for all. And, you know, when you, when you say 545, 545 a square foot, you know, You've got to have the bulletproof glass. You've got to have, you know, the security scanners, all that stuff involved, the technology items. 
to provide that safety for the clerks because they don't know what's on the other side of that window for the, you know, for the judges because they don't know what's on the other side of that desk. So it's just all that safety. And, and so this portion of the building is going to cost more than this portion would because of its needs. But when you average that all out, you get your 545. Now, like I said, in July, we will have our guaranteed maximum price, and that'll be the last action for this existing commission. This commission's got three months left. So you think it'll get done during this commission? It'll get done during this commission. Well, so did, did the... So uh, where's the county mayor on all this, Eric? Yeah, where is... Absent. <laughs> I haven't talked to the county mayor about this. I mean, this is the county com- commission's doing this. Yes, not- that's the, the building and the building committee. Look right. like the county mayor would be out there leading some position on what you're trying to do. Well, he was instrumental in That's buying the, the Herald. Leader. He, he was instrumental in buying the Herald building. Yeah, he was That's instrumental in helping get that deal done with the Daily Herald building. Yeah. Um, this is a county commission action, not a county mayor action. Yeah, yeah. True enough. All right. Uh, Debbie, you got anything? Well, I want the greatest things that Murray County, they deserve great things, and, and they deserve a great downtown, and I don't want to pluck – the courthouse out of downtown with it leaving the yeah. cor- corridor. Now, this is on purpose, Eric. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So, <laughs> so, actually, we mean so, to be doing this. But, but this we, is our closing music. It's the, oh, young, okay. the, it's most, the young bloods. Uh, the most come on, everybody, thing, get together. Yeah, but the most important thing, Eric, is is that we need to make every cent count for Murray Countyans. No, Absolutely. we can't can't pad somebody else's pockets. I mean, I, you know, we have to make sure that it's right. Can I mention my white bean supper? Yes, sir. Anthony M. Rectory here in town, historical site. We're having a white bean supper on July the 16th, which is the second day of early voting. All the candidates get to come out. You have everyone go to these community centers in the county to meet, but here's something that's going to be in town. Fantastic. All the candidates can speak and need everybody. So July the 16th, uh, reach out on me on social media, and I hope you get tickets. I get a shameless plug in real quick. Yeah, man, go. Kid. Everybody, please go to votecapley.com. Again, that's V-O-T-E, Capley, C-A-P-L-E, C-A-P-L-E-Y. Excuse me, I can't even spell my name this morning. Uh, go check us out on Facebook, Kip Capley, for state representative. I'd appreciate everybody's vote. Thank you all so much for having me this there morning. There you go, Kip. Meet all your candidates. On. White Bean Supper, July 16th. July yes. 16th at the Anthony and Rectory. And Water meet, Valley- all, meet all candidates. Eat White Water Valley. $10 Saturday. a ticket, yep. 15 yep. for two. And Water Valley. He's having an event this weekend from 5 to 8. Yep, 5 to 8 Saturday. So that's good. We Great start folks. at 4.30 on the 16th. All right, Very man. Good people. Gentlemen, thanks for coming. And my ball team's playing today. There, there you go. we go. Babe Ruth, I love it. All right, come so on, much. everybody. Get together next week, tomorrow, inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. There will be more controversy to come. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. 